Thank you for listening to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. Shock Fantasy is your home for the busy players' fantasy information. At Shock Fantasy, we provide quick-hitting charts, graphics, and dashboards to help you win in season-long, in best ball, in DFS, and in Dynasty Leagues. I'm Matt Harrison, longtime co-host of the longest-running fantasy football show in the history of the world, Fantasy Football Weekly. Shock Fantasy is what I use to prep for my deep dives into the matchups on Fantasy Football Weekly, and you can have all the access to the same data that helps me win. If you're not already a member of Shock Fantasy, use the promo code POTATO, that's P-O-T-A-T-O, to get your Shock Fantasy season-long, year-long pass for only $25. That's only 6.9 cents per day. Remember to use the promo code POTATO at checkout at shockfantasy.com. That's shockfantasy.com, promo code POTATO. Now, on with the podcast. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? (laughs) Welcome to the fantasy. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Hi, everybody. It's Tuesday. It's time for the Waiver Wire. And here is the Shock Fantasy Podcast. Right here. It's right here. It's me, Matt Harrison. Uh, you know me from Fantasy Football Weekly and maybe Fantasy Football Almost Daily back in the day, and now you know me from Shock Fantasy. Uh, here is our Tuesday evening podcast that we normally do. Uh, we're going to talk about the Week 7 players you should pick up, and, and really, we've been kind of on fire. We told you to pick up Chase Claypool a couple of weeks ago. Uh, if you were listening, hey, maybe you got it, but uh, there's a handful of guys that... Uh, we have recommendations on this week that uh, you might be saying, nice, nice. Yeah, see, you might be pretty excited about that. Uh, or you might say, I am the smartest man alive. Or you might just say, because, <laughs> you know, we get some wrong, too. All right. Uh, quick sip of the seltzer there. And here we go. Starting with the quarterback. Uh, believe it or not. Carson Wentz is somewhere between the number nine and number 12 quarterback in fantasy, depending on your league style. Uh, Right now, he's about 50% owned on ESPN. You probably won't believe that he's a QB1 when I tell you that he hasn't topped 270 passing yards this season, nor has he thrown for more than two touchdowns in a game. However... Everybody around Carson Wentz is hurt, and Wentz is taking it upon himself to be the offense. He's currently fifth among quarterbacks with 171 rushing yards, which is about 30 per game, and he scored four rushing touchdowns this year, including one last week. Uh, This week, on Thursday night, he gets the Giants at home. Then he gets Dallas. Those are two tasty matchups for Carson Wentz. Then they go on their bye. He comes back. And it, it's just as good at the Giants, at Cleveland, and Seattle. Uh, that's his next six weeks right there. The Eagles could be back and leading the division by a long shot after this stretch. Win a couple of these games, and the Eagles could be 
looking at a record above 500 pretty soon. So I got a 3% blind bid recommendation on Carson Wentz. Justin Herbert, he's 59% owned. And I know that's a little bit above where we usually have the threshold. I usually try to stick to 50% or under uh, in ownership percentage. But I did mention him last week, and I wanted to say that he's coming off their bye, and the Chargers' remaining schedule is amongst the most favorable in the league. And over the next five weeks, he gets Jacksonville at home, at Denver, Las Vegas at home, at Miami, and the Jets at home. It does not get any easier than that, and Herbert's throwing for multiple scores or 300 yards in every one of his starts. I'm going to get a 7% blind bid recommendation on Herbert. He looks like he's going to be a stud. He looks like he's going to chuck the ball. The last quarterback that I'll mention, it's 2 o'clock. Yep, it's 2 o'clock. It's almost 9 o'clock. We've got to go to work. No, it's 2 o'clock. Tua Tagaviola has been named the starting quarterback in Miami. And this is coming off of a Jets game in which Ryan Fitzpatrick, Stubeard himself, absolutely blew the Jets out so much so that they put in Tua for some mop-up duty at the end. And, you know, they named him the starting quarterback as of Tuesday. Now, he gets a full bye week to kind of start preparing. And maybe this was their plan all along. Maybe they always knew that after the bye, it was 2 o'clock. So by this week, then he gets the Rams, which is kind of a problematic first start for him. He's got to face off against Aaron Donald and co. But it gets a little bit easier after that at Arizona. Then he gets the Chargers at home, at Denver, and then at the Jets. Those next four matchups are very, very nice. Uh, I have a 5% blind bid recommendation because you got to remember, Stubeard was operating as a top 10 quarterback in this Miami system. And Tua should bring another dimension of speed to this lineup. So I like Tagaviola. I think I'm saying Tagaviola. Tagaviola. It's tough to say. I'm doing my best. Let's go to the running back. All right. Uh, Boston Scott. No, it's not Michael Scott as a guy from Boston. It's uh, the backup running back in Philly, uh, who's probably filling in for Miles Sanders this week as it looks like he's going to be unavailable. Uh, He got dinged up over the weekend on Sunday, and the Eagles play the Giants on Thursday night. Uh, That means Scott's a likely fill-in against a pretty good matchup here. It's the Giants at home, and then Dallas, followed by a bye week, and and we kind of highlighted this in the Carson Wentz schedule, then Giants, Cleveland, Seattle. So what I'm guessing happens is if Sanders needs to sit you sit him for Thursday. They might play him against Dallas because it's likely that's a pretty important game for Philly. But if he's not quite right, they sit him maybe for two weeks. And it's possible you get Boston Scott for a Giants matchup and a Dallas matchup as kind of a single back in that backfield. Uh, that would be pretty decent. So I got a 4% blind bid recommendation on Boston Scott. And if you're the Miles Sanders owner, you probably got to up that to 6 or 7 uh, LaMichael Pirine is 19% owned currently. Uh, he plays for the New York Jets, in case you're not aware. And the Jets are bad. They're so bad that they just cut Le'Veon Bell. Frank Gore is old enough to have seen one of the original Star Wars movies in the theater. And LaMichael Pirine, the rookie, seems set to take over. But 
Adam Gase is Adam Gase and he does weird things. Gore never goes away either. He always gets 10 to 12 touches. And this defense is horrible and it takes out the run game early in games. The defense probably won't fare against Buffalo this week, at Kansas City next week, New England the week after that. Uh, the, the defense will probably do okay during their bye week, but then they go to uh, Los Angeles to face the Chargers. I have a 2% blind bid recommendation on P. Ryan. You probably won't get him at that. I don't know if you want to get him. I don't know if I want any part of the Jets' offense outside of Jameson Crowder this year, even if P. Ryan gets two-thirds of the touches here. It's going to be two-thirds of bad touches in front of a bad line in, in game scripts that don't favor him very often. I can't see many starting grades for P. Ryan down the stretch. So I'm only giving a 2% recommendation. Tony Pollard is 27% owned. Ezekiel Elliott keeps putting the ball on the turf, so much so that he did sit for a series or two on Monday night. And Mike McCarthy probably needs to be fearing for his job already. And he's not beholden to Zeke or that contract. That's Zeke's not necessarily his guy. And Pollard looks like the better back just from the eye test right now. At Washington, at Philly, Pittsburgh, then a bye week, and then at Minnesota. Uh, some of these are kind of must-wins. And if the touches need to need to be taken by... Tony Pollard, I think they might coming up very soon. I'm going to put a 6% blind bid recommendation just in case. Tony Pollard has standalone value, but if Ezekiel Elliott does get hurt, Tony Pollard has absolutely out-of-this-world value in that offense. So 6% on Tony Pollard. Uh, Last running back I'll mention is Jarek McKinnon. He's 71% owned, which is way past the threshold, but... I want to remind people of a couple of things. Number one, he was dropped in 12% of ESPN leagues last week. So more people have dropped him than picked him up recently. Number two, Raheem Mostert is hurt again, probably headed to IR. Number three, the schedule probably favors Raheem Mostert sitting for the next five weeks at New England, at Seattle, Green Bay, at New Orleans, and then a bye. If San Francisco is okay in the win-loss column, and they don't need to rush Raheem Mostert back. They probably want to get him up for a run at a wild card spot and a playoff run. So I think they rest him through the bye, uh, especially if they put him on IR. He has to sit out three games. That means he would come back at New Orleans and then a bye. No, I think that they rest him for for a little while here. It could be four weeks of solid McKinnon starts. That's why I'm giving a 12% blind bid recommendation because you you do like the starting running back for the Niners in any situation. All right, let's move on to wide receiver. Another guy I'm cheating. Uh, Travis Fulgham is now 62% owned. So he's well over the 50% threshold. I just wanted to make sure that we've all taken notice now. He's never not scored a game or never not scored a touchdown in a game as a Philadelphia Eagle. 10 catches for 152 yards and a score 2 weeks ago against Pittsburgh. 6 catches for 75 yards and a touchdown last week against Baltimore. He's matchup proof. <laughs> He's going to get the Giants at home this week on Thursday night, then the Dallas and we we covered the schedule a few times. Bye week at Giants at Cleveland, Seattle. 4% blind bid recommendation on Travis Fulgham. 
Mike Williams. Again, this is just a reminder to pick him up because we talked about him last week. Keenan Allen's still iffy, and he's iffy a lot more than you'd think. Uh, and an easy schedule down the stretch for the Chargers. Jacksonville, Denver, Vegas, Miami, Jets. I have a 5% blind bid recommendation on Mike Williams. Preston Williams, his little brother, not really. Uh, he's on a buy this week. He's 45% owned. Uh, so it won't cost you a lot to pick up Preston Williams, I don't think. Only a 3% blind bid recommendation. Uh, but two is a quarterback now, and strange things could be afoot in Miami. I think that this offense could be set for an explosion. Who knows? It, it, it could be one of those feel-good stories of the year, and Preston Williams might be that guy who benefits the most. So I kind of want to get some Dolphins on my roster right now. All right, let's go to the final position. Tight end. We're going to start this one with another eagle. I have highlighted an eagle at every position so far. Dallas Goddard, 29% owned he can return from injured reserve this week, and they desperately need him as it looks like Zach Ertz is going to switch spots with him and go to IR. Uh, again, Giants, Dallas, by Giants, Cleveland, Seattle in the next six weeks. Those are not scary matchups, not one of them. And if Zach Ertz is going to be missing a month, wow, that's some that's some wide receiver one numbers possibly for Dallas Goddard here. 7% blind bid recommendation, especially if you need a tight end right now. And there's a few people who need tight ends. There's a handful of them on bye this week. And uh, Jonu Smith, obviously hurt as well. Uh, Trey Burton is the next guy I want to mention. He's 10% owned. Unfortunately, he's on a bye this week. And this is a guy that I mentioned on Fantasy Football Weekly a few weeks back as a guy that you wanted to pick up. And uh, here's my peacock. He scored twice last week. Once on the ground, once through the air. Now, the Colts' tight end situation has been a disaster this year. It's been plagued with injury, including Burton, who was on IR to start the year. But Jack Doyle has missed time, and Mo Alley-Cox went down with an injury last week. Uh, Burton and, and the Colts have a bye this week. I think he's the best scoring tight end of the Colts' bunch the rest of the year. Uh, after their bye, they get Detroit on the road, Baltimore at home, whose weakness has been the tight end, at Tennessee, and then Green Bay. I don't fear any of those matchups. They sound more difficult than they are, but those defenses have given up some uh, some decent stuff to the tight end position. So it'll only take you 2% because Trey Burton's on bye this week. You won't have to spend more than, than one. So uh, 2%, I think, is a good blind bid recommendation on Burton. And then finally, if you need a fill-in for Janu this week, Look no further than his backup, Anthony Ferkser, who's 1% owned. So you got to watch the injury status of Janu in this one. But Ferkser filled in quite admirably after Janu went down. Eight catches, 113 yards, and a score against Houston last week. Now, granted, that was Houston. But if Janu misses some time, he may just slot into that role uh, and, and get the, the usage that Janu was getting. Now, he gets Pittsburgh this week. That might be a little dicey. But then it's at Cincinnati, Chicago, also dicey, Indy, and at Baltimore. So it doesn't look super great for either Janu or Anthony Ferkser on the schedule in the, these next couple of weeks. It won't cost you nearly anything to pick up Ferkser. I think 1% will probably do it on the blind bid. Uh, and I think that if you're the Janu Smith owner, you're probably going to want to pick him up as, as a quick switch just in case you need him in this next game. That's it. 
We did it. How did I do? You suck, you jackass. I don't think that that's fair. Inconceivable! It's probably fair. Ridiculous. Uh, hey. Completely ridiculous. Okay, that's enough. All right. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed the Shock Fantasy podcast. Please rate and review our podcast, especially on iTunes, uh, where most people are listening to this podcast right now. Uh, if you're listening right now, you just scroll down a little bit, you hit the five stars, you give a little review, you hit enter, bada bing, bada boom, more people find my podcast and uh, makes me feel good and uh, I get to keep doing it. So uh, I really appreciate everybody who does listen. And while I do want the numbers to grow, numbers aren't the most important thing. The most important thing is you're having fun, I'm having fun, and fantasy football remains fun for all of us. So uh, I really appreciate everybody who subscribed to Shock Fantasy and everybody who subscribed to this podcast. It does make my day. I love hearing about it on Twitter. I love hearing all the great stuff that's happening out there. Thank you guys all. So for Matt Harrison, at Explosive Output on Twitter and at Shock Fantasy on Twitter, and we will talk to you again tomorrow for the Thursday night football matchup on the Shock Fantasy podcast. That comes out Wednesday evening. So you will hear that on the Shock Fantasy Podcast tomorrow. Are you excited? I am. Talk to you later.